welcome to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Gemma Nice, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today. And I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode from Easy Yoga, All Things Relationships, Wellbeing and Yoga and today my very special guest with me is Lynn Bowman and Lynn is an author of Brownies for Breakfast, which is my favourite, <laughs> a best-selling author on Amazon as well as the author of a cookbook for diabetes and the people who love them. Lynn has been featured at women's expos throughout the country teaming with actress Deirdre Hall to write and publish Deirdre's Hall Kitchen Close-Up and Deirdre's Hall how she does it or how does she do it she's won national awards and has also worked as an actress makeup artist screenwriter illustrator legal journalist and television weather person so welcome thank you so much for being here well what fun this is Gemma we've just been talking about how cool it is to be able to meet each other online and 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 have a good yak like over the fence only (laughs) you're several time zones away from me yeah I appreciate you staying up late uh, to talk to me. Oh, that's all right. No, it's really exciting to have you on. So, yeah, kind of how did you kind of get into the whole, um, like, diabetes or or talking about food, really? Well, the way we get into anything in life, it found me. I fell over it. it because of events in my life. I became a type 2 diabetic and um, was determined that I wasn't gonna be sick, that I wasn't gonna let it stop me. And, and I had kids, three little ones, three years in a row. And um, I just, I wanted to be healthy, Gemma. And I realized that the establishment, the medical establishment wasn't really set up to keep me healthy. Yes. Um, yep. They were set up to prescribe drugs to yep. me. And so I found that I was doing a lot of digging and trying to understand, you know, what the disease really was. And because we were told back in the day that it's a progressive disease and it's just going to get worse. And, Mm -hmm. And we were told that we should eat frequent small meals, that we should not eat many carbohydrates. I mean, this is familiar to you. I'm sure you've, you've heard this before. Yeah that we should eat a lot of meat and um, blah, blah, not no sugar, so on. Mm-hmm. And that we should keep our weight low. Well, as you know, if you've done any research into this, if you have insulin resistance, which is what becomes type two diabetes, keeping your weight off is a, a real uh, chore. I mean, you yeah. know, all of your hormones are working against you. So um, I just found out over time that Okay, I I managed and my numbers didn't get horrible, but I wanted I wanted better than that. I wanted you know I wanted to be old and mean and having a good time. Yeah. Um, 
And I should say to your listeners, to your audience, I'm 76 now, which I like to talk about. Because, yeah, you don't look it whatsoever. <laughs> well, thank you. But I, I mean, this is what 76 looks like if you're healthy mm-hmm. and um, you care about yeah. staying healthy and yourself. Uh, and, and that's what I want for everyone. But to to be healthy and robust and doing yoga in your 70s and 80s. Now, you you got to start, you know, in your 30s and 40s and 50s, taking good care of yourself. Yeah. And so many, and let's let's talk women particularly, because that's what I am and that's who most of my friends are. Um, we have so many friends who are doing Pilates and doing yoga and so on, but they're eating crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, um I want to talk to you about that. Yes, definitely. Because it just doesn't work. And so going back to what happened with me, uh, I realized that some things I was finding in the research were not what my physician was telling me. And then I went to a conference in 2019 with the Plantricians, who uh, is a group of MDs. Are you familiar with them? No. Okay. It's a, it's a group, worldwide group, international group of uh, medical doctors who heal with food and who believe wow. in healing with food. Consequently, they're sort of mavericks. You know, they, yeah. they start their own group because traditional allopathic medicine, Western medicine does not heal with food. I mean, there's some lip service paid to it, but uh, these folks, and so I had my current book, uh, Brownies for Breakfast was about half done. And I went to this conference of the plantricians uh, to see if maybe, you know, this would be useful in their practice and to just meet them. And I was fascinated. A couple of big names, T. Colin Campbell, you may know. Yes. Yeah. In a study was speaking and Dean Ornish has been a pioneer in uh, reversing heart disease with food. These guys were there. So I was going to show up and I got my mind blown, Gemma, because day after day at this conference, here I was looking at the data yeah. that I hadn't really seen. And these were all people who were science driven and they wanted the receipts and yeah. here were the receipts. And the, the big thing that was like, oh my gosh, I have been doing this all wrong. The big thing is that what is the in in at least the agreement among these folks, the plantricians, the big problem with most people's diets that is exacerbating the problem with type two diabetes is meat. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's so true. Mm-hmm. And you look at people like in, in Japan that don't really have that. They just have fish or, or they're like a Mediterranean diet. And there's no there's no major beef, cows, pork there. So they were showing over and over and over again exactly what the uh, meat fat, uh, cow's fat does in your cells and how, what, what the relationship is with, with diabetes. And so I, uh, I left there a vegan. Wow, <laughs> that's and, incredible. And Okay, but I need to explain that I was determined that I would do an experiment on myself. Mm-hmm. And bless his heart, my husband, he said, okay, I'm in. Um, very supportive. Girls, important. Good. Yeah, uh, yeah. If any of you are thinking about, um, you know, that's my advice to you. 
supportive man. Yes, definitely um, needed. So for six months, I did not touch any animal food of any kind, which for me, I mean, my whole adult life, you yeah. know, I'm very meat heavy. And so guess what? Six months. I had just had, when I started the experiment, I had just had my numbers done. Six months later, I went back in and I was down seven points in my hemoglobin A1C. Wow. Which you know, and for those thing, if you have had your own hemoglobin A1C tested, you know what that number is. My physician said to me, Lynn, this just doesn't happen in women your age. <laughs> well, guess what? You're looking at the numbers. It, it just happened. Yeah. Um, but that tells you what the challenge is. No one expects you to be able to do that. No one, you know, yeah. medical professionals. Yeah. More now. And it's changing. Thank you. We're, we're seeing much more awareness in yes. physicians. And I chalk it up to all the women in the business now. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it used to be all men. And I love seeing so many women coming into medicine. That's incredible. So my hemoglobin A1C boom went down. And at this point, I am out of diabetic territory. I'm no longer strictly vegan, mm -hmm. which I'm telling you because people ask me often, yeah. but I eat meat seldom yeah. and very selectively. The only meat I eat is raised locally, grass fed. I know their names. I know who Amazing. raised them. I know where they ate because I drive by it. I walk yeah. by it. I wave at them while they're eating grass in the field. <laughs> so um, they, and chickens, I do, I eat a lot of eggs. I do not eat chicken meat. Yeah. For the reason you probably know this, uh, chicken, I mean, I suppose if it was local, I might eat it, but I'd rather eat the eggs. I'd rather yeah. not kill the Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Uh, but chicken, in a big surprise to many people who've been trying to eat healthy, is the most tainted meat you can buy in the marketplace. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, yeah. so um, the answer is don't eat much of any kind of meat, seldom. But then the other thing that's happened is it's so expensive, <laughs> who can afford it now anyway, right? <laughs> and, and people often say to me, well, isn't it expensive to eat healthy the way you recommend? No, it's not. Yeah, it's natural foods. No, if you go and stand in the produce section of the grocery store, first of all, you'll be all alone. It's not crowded, <laughs> right? Everyone's over in chips. And so true. Things and, things. Um, and when the pandemic started, you remember this, people were going, oh, the grocery shelves are empty. And what are we going to do? Well, yeah. no, there was plenty of celery. There was plenty yeah. of arugula. Yeah. Yeah. It was never Pop a problem. Meats, um, it's all right there in the produce section. Yeah. And if you're, and, and then of course, I talk a lot about raising your own food, you know, having a, a raised bed or two in your yard where you grow some stuff. Yeah. And those of you who are moms, dads with kids, that is the best way, I think, to get your kids started on a healthy road eating yeah because what they raise they will eat yeah definitely yeah yeah 
and what they cook they will eat yes yeah and my kids exactly like that we're very very healthy in our house and uh i put on on instagram a few a few days ago i think it was a story um someone had reposted about mcdonald's and I who we my husband and I have not eaten McDonald's for 16 years and the kids have never been to McDonald's and all of their friends are and all my friends are like oh my gosh I can't believe you've not been to McDonald's like no because it's just absolutely awful for you and I think when we were traveling I read fast food nation and that put me off <laughs> right put me it's, off. Also, it's costly yeah you know I think families kind of don't do the math no they're spending yeah and then they're throwing away a bucket full of plastic and paper afterwards yeah. which i think we have to start really thinking about that as part yeah. of the experience of bad food yeah yeah definitely yeah and with um, brownies for breakfast does that does that is that a vegan diet a vegan based um recipe book it is a plant-based recipe book so what I tried to do, Gemma, was make it flexible. So if you want to add meat to some stuff or yeah. fish, great. If you um, want to put some cheese in stuff, I tell you how to do that. But I also want to introduce you to all kinds of foods that are not meat-based or uh, dairy. There are so many families that can't eat dairy or don't yeah. know it that don't even understand that the dairy is what's making the kids sick yeah definitely um, yeah. so i this book is meant as uh, a little kind of all-purpose guide for particularly families so that you can eat together yeah. because uh, the thing that i see happening that i think is heartbreaking is everyone is eating alone yes now. yeah they are and it's awesome. not healthy to eat alone no. um, if you're sitting in your car alone with a bag you're on a bad path <laughs> <laughs> i i want to help you i want to fix that um and that can mean that you're driving your kids to practice and then you're driving them to school and then you're driving them here and there and so you get stuck in the parking lot waiting for a kid to come out and you're all you have and, and you need to carry your own. So I'm just, I'm suggesting that. Uh, but my book has strategies. It isn't all recipes. It's about mm -hmm. half recipes. And they're very simple grandma kinds of <laughs> recipes. I mean, some of them are kind of chic, you know, so you won't be embarrassed to serve them to your company. <laughs> but, but they are the basic things that can be at the heart of everything that you do i you yeah. know we don't need 100 recipes we don't even need yeah. 50 recipes yeah what you need is a few basic things that you can tweak this way and tweak yeah. that way and i'm a big believer in opening up your fridge and cooking what you have yeah eat what yeah. you have i don't want you going down the street you know like oh i don't have any turmeric i don't have any this that I, and so i tell you how to stock up what to get rid of and then like the 12 things that you always need to remember to do yeah um, so and you know those are not complicated things yeah a thing that that i really want i preach um and my husband accuses me of preaching <laughs> what are you gonna do that doesn't matter <laughs> um, is eat dark greens three yeah. times a day if you can yeah. and people yeah. go 
wait, how are you going to do that? Because people think salad. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Yeah. I want you to have a pot on the sink that has Italian parsley in it. Mm, yeah. And that can be, if you buy it from the grocery store, you get it home, you snip off the ends and put it in a lovely vase and put it on your sink and it will last 10 days. Nice. And then just keep snipping it off and putting it on everything. Yeah. Because it's parsley. The humble parsley is one of the healthiest things you can put in your body. Yeah. And it's fragrant and it tastes fabulous. And so you can take something like just scrambled eggs. Yeah. And elevate, all of that. a sudden, right? And sprinkle a little Italian parsley on it. And another one of my new favorite things that I love. It's not in the book. It's in my next book. Peruvian ahi sauce. Ooh, I haven't heard of that. What's that? Well, it's very common in Peru. It's a hot pepper sauce. And and my friend, Chef Leonardo, makes it in a red version and a yellow version. So it's beautiful. Nice. He he actually imports the peppers from Peru so that they're exactly right. And and it has some potato in it, but it's vegan. Nice. No sugar, no dairy. And it's this gorgeous, spicy sauce that you just dribble a few little drops on things nice. and all this so good. And it's pretty. Yeah. So little tricks like that make it more fun, make it more beautiful, make it more delicious. Yeah. Not more costly and not more yeah. complicated, right? But somebody has to think about it. Yeah. Somebody has to actually have their rear end in the kitchen, Gemma, one of <laughs> us. And of course, we don't always want it to have to be mom. Yeah, yeah, true. We want the whole family pitching in. Yeah. Which also assures us that they're invested in dinner, so they're going to eat some of it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And my kids do, they love it. They get the chair and then they, they want to ah. stir it or whatever we've got and, and help chopping up. And yeah, it's great. I love it. And baking as well. Four-year-old yeah. house guest over Thanksgiving. And, and his mom is French and it was, it was so sweet to have them here. It was mom, dad and, and baby and other people, but he, uh, Lucien and I stood at the sink and he, he cracked those eggs like a pro, right? Nice. Amazing. He had to do it. And he was so proud that he knew how to do it. So he could help me. We had a blast cooking and that's what I want for all children. I want yeah. them to have confidence. Yeah. And the competence that starts in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. When they're tiny, I mean, when they're just walking. Yeah. Yeah. They can carry their plate. They can yeah. help. They can carry the napkins. They can stir. They can pick out, you know, it's incredible, really, if you give them a chance. Yeah. That's the thing. Really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we forget about that as well. Like busy parents, you just think, oh no, I'll just do it because it's just quicker and easier. But it's no. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. And when you were researching and and writing and and your book, what was it that most surprised you? Was it about like people don't really have a clue how to cook, really? Oh, there were so many surprises. Um, I've already said that the the big one for me was meat. (laughs) <laughs> what that world yeah. uh, I the statistics that I've seen on the number first of all the number of people who have chronic disease mm-hmm. 
And I don't think UK is much different from the US. No, it's, it's the same, yeah. 85% of Massive. us have heart disease, diabetes, or some other. And the thing, if I leave you with just one message, it's those are preventable and reversible mm-hmm. chronic diseases. They really are. They choice. Yeah. Yeah. A choice. Yeah. Now we are going to go to a short break. See you the other side. Have you heard Paradise Movement is expanding? Our app has launched and it has been carefully crafted for those who are beginning your spiritual journey and seeking support, far along in your spiritual journey and looking for expansion, feeling alone, lost or curious about your healing self or purpose, need support but are unsure of where to find your truth and are looking to challenge yourself to grow within wellness or spirituality. Are you drawn to crystals, chakras, astrology, manifestation, shadow work, energy healing, spirit guides, meditation, EFT tapping, Chinese medicine, or any other alternative healing method? We have a group of insightful healers who have prepared courses and programs chosen just for you. Our focus is on making spirituality and wellness accessible, easy to find, and for every stage of your journey. We are here to help you feel loved, inspired, aligned, connected, grounded, intuitive, supported, in harmony, free and expanded. So come over to the Paradise Movement app and download it for yourself, for you to feel good about yourself. It is available on the Google Play Store and on the Apple App Store. Your future self will thank you. So go and download it now. And actually I've been vegan for eight months, nine months, because I've got severe hip dysplasia. And I saw the surgeon in March, I think it was. And he said, he was quite open. And he said, what do you want to get from this? And I said, well, I'm gonna try and go vegan and try and heal myself. And he was like, yep, that's fine. We'll see you again in six months time. See how you get on. I was like, wow. Actually, I thought I was going in there for a fight. (laughs) But it's incredible. It really is incredible how, how much yeah i do eat some fish and and eggs but yeah that's it again like like you said absolutely if you eat fish not farm raised you know it needs to be fresh caught and we Mm. we, we're struggling with ocean health too yeah i get it eggs if they're local and well raised are brilliant food and there's so much you can do with an egg um it's i highly recommend that and another thing I highly recommend, Gemma, is seeds. Yes, they love seeds. Part of, of our typical American or, or British uh, food ways. But yeah. hemp seeds, chia seeds. Chia is a big add, in our house. <laughs> yeah, they add wonderful flavor and texture. Yeah. Um, and I want you to sign up on my list, by the way, please. Go to lynnbowman.com and sign up and I will send you I don't send out a lot of stuff and we're all getting too much stuff over the transom in email, but I have a recipe in the book for pumpkin muffins. And then mm-hmm. I have a slightly expanded one that I will mail to you, which includes chia and um, oh, amazing. So you're getting wonderful protein and fiber and the special nutrition that comes from seeds. Yeah. Eating a muffin. Yeah. It's right there. And who doesn't <laughs> love a wonderful muffin, right? Kids love them. Grandma loves them. They last. You can freeze them. You can frost them. Eat them plain. Um, they are. Fa- and 
you know what how how popular is pumpkin in the uk it's it's very popular in in um yeah. australia yeah. yeah it is but it's not like we would do it for um halloween but then we don't really use it for cooking it's not really a, a thing that we do okay and because butternut squash is oh, virtually... i love butternut squash yeah and i like a thing like that i can have some cans of that in my larder and i've always got something i can pull out and whip together yeah Uh, it's inexpensive it's super nutritious it's pretty you know it's all the things um so that's what my cookbook is about and that's what i'm about i want people cooking simply and often and i want everyone eating with somebody yeah 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 definitely and do you find that or have you found that you are completely now out of type 2 diabetes my numbers are great yeah Yeah. i I, i'm right yeah we said that earlier didn't we yeah you know if if i misbehaved i'd be right (laughs) back in bad territory but if you do a reasonable amount of exercise and you eat the way we do you Mm -hmm. and i do yeah um you're out of trouble yeah and what what so many people don't understand about diabetes type 2 diabetes is that there aren't symptoms you don't know that you have it yeah yeah or definitely yeah until it has eaten away all of your internal organs yeah yeah and then it's too late yeah definitely Um, so the risk of sounding really grim I also want you ladies, anybody listening, particularly, we all know that men don't go and get their checkups. They they have to be drug <laughs> kicking and screaming yep. to the doctor's office. Am I right? Yes. <laughs> and so particularly for something like type two diabetes, if if a man is overweight, that's absolutely an indication that he's got a problem. And, um, it, you know, you can kind of, um, if a guy is heading in that general direction of not mm-hmm. taking care of not eating well, he needs to be tested hemoglobin A1C. Um, and he even then will not be frightened enough. What mm-hmm. you, what I love to say to guys is, well, you probably won't want to go in until you have a rectal dysfunction, but you will have a <laughs> rectal dysfunction before long. That's how it's you true. get that man to the doctor's office. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's true. It's absolutely true. And then beyond that, what happens is your your extremities um, don't function anymore because yeah. you have no blood flow in your fingers, your toes, your legs, and you wind up getting um, amputations. But the thing that is dramatic, and I don't have figures for UK, but in the United States, the dialysis industry oh, yes. yeah. has grown up around type 2 diabetes. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. It's so bad. And we've done that to ourselves. We have done it's it awful. to ourselves. There is an industry making millions of dollars off your inability to stop eating crap. Yeah, yeah. There's another industry making billions of dollars feeding you the crap yes they're connected oh i could talk about that for ages (laughs) we watched a program i don't know what it was called but we watched a program ages ago well no only a couple couple of months ago but it was talking about how 
Oh, it was just, I don't know what it was, but anyway, it was like in the 60s or 70s. And we both said to each other, look, they're all normal people, like just like you and I. But now the, the average person is is bigger and has so many more symptoms because in the 60s, well, 70s, I suppose, processed food came out. And that was the whole issue. Is oh, yeah, this is really tasty. But nobody knows how bad it actually is for you until you actually it, now come come into it's it. It's the craveability industry. Mm-hmm. And there are buildings full of engineers whose job it is to make the food irresistible. Yeah. So yeah. you put whatever you need to put in that food so that people can't stop eating it. Yeah. Like Pringles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hate them. They're, yeah. they're just awful for you. Yeah. But there's yes. something in it. I can't people, remember what the ingredient is, but it is. It's people addictive. just haven't made the connection that somebody is making money mm-hmm. from your ill health yes. because you're eating that thing yeah. that they signed so you would keep eating it and get sick. Yeah. And yeah. they make money off all of it yeah. on both ends. Yeah. Um, oh, it drives me mad. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so, nightmare. So, and then the thing we keep bringing up is not only that, but the animals who are contributing to that food way mm-hmm. are being mistreated and the pollution is going into the rivers and then rah, rah, rah. so it's it's bad from start to finish. <laughs> For years. Yeah. And and the, the simple way to fix it is that you can fix in your household and you know, we well, we all do it is stop eating crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make sure that you and your kids and your loved ones are eating good, healthy food. Yeah, yeah. And we will be better. And, yeah. you know, here I am, uh, hoping for another 25 years of, so that I can keep hollering at all of you. <laughs> you will, definitely. <laughs> all right, that's my plan. Um, and if you want me to shut up, you've got to eat your vegetables. And I mean it. And actually, would you say like five five vegetables a day? I think that's what it is here in the UK that you you need to eat five fruit and vegetables a day. But actually, we try for seven. But some people are thinking, how? How can you do that? Well, just it's easy. If you look into it, it's easy. It's easy. And I tell you how in the book. And I've just already given you a couple of tips about parsley. That's a vegetable. Yeah. Uh, and another favorite of mine is arugula. My gosh, I eat arugula all the time chopped and you know as leaves or cooked or whatever cabbage such a simple yes. humble wonderful vegetable and it you know in so many ways and particularly fermented sauerkraut fabulous food oh here's my tip Gemma good bread and vegan cheese grilled with sauerkraut and mm, vegan butter really? mm. it's just, yeah. yeah so it gives you that kind of diner fix yeah. you know yeah of yeah. grilled cheese but the sauerkraut in there is not only brilliant for your body but it's yummy when you grill it with a good vegan cheese and the vegan cheeses that are coming out are very good there are a lot of great ones or i also recommend goat's milk cheese and sheep's milk cheese okay yeah they're yeah. not the same not category at all yeah yeah with milk yeah. they're different so your body responds differently and they yeah. are not tree farm. Yes. Yeah. True. Farm, goats yeah. or sheep. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a whole different thing. 
right? And actually, I haven't had even like any vegan, well, I suppose I have had vegan cheese, but I prefer not to because I don't know how processed it is. And that doesn't sit right with me. Like the amount of processes that are in all, you can go vegan, but then you can have all these processed vegan stuff. And to me, that's not right. It's, it depends. Well, and here's, here's what you need to do. And I, I have pages on this, a couple of pages in the book. Read the label. Mm-hmm. Big on labels, yeah. Anything until you read the label. Don't buy yeah. it until you read the label. Because it is a new food world out there. And we are going to have to manufacture some things in order mm-hmm. to feed the world. But there are good ways to do it and not so good ways to do it. And you need to know what's in whatever you're eating and who made it, where they yeah. made it. But if, I mean, we have a couple, California, you can imagine there are some um, really creative new food businesses here. Yes. And one of them is called Kite Hill. I'm a fan. And they make, they make a beautiful cream cheese. They make um, uh, a mozzarella. They've some, some good tasting, good product made from good ingredients. So yes, it's, processed yeah but what when we say don't eat processed food for the most part we're, we're talking about what most americans eat three or four times a day mm-hmm. is processed flour yeah that is grown badly from bad seed on bad dirt in a bad yeah. way and yeah. ground up and all of the the nutrition that might have been managed to get into that yeah is thrown out yeah. so all you're getting is this powder that is nothing but calories yeah and sugar basically yeah Yeah. and that's what most americans a lot of brits i'm sure Mm -hmm. are eating all day they're eating you know sliced and muffins and the hamburgers and yeah you know all these things made out of processed flour that has nothing left in it yeah yeah so yeah Definitely. That's what we're talking about largely. Yeah. You only make one change. Okay, two changes. <laughs> First of all, sugar. Ixnay on the Ugershe. <laughs> Just no. Yeah. No more sugar. Uh, and if you need to know why, it's all over. There's plenty of evidence and plenty of information out there. But what I want you to know that you might not know is that there are some fabulous sugar replacements now. Monk fruit, um, uh, chicory root. There are a lot of, and I don't mean just stevia because stevia is like, sometimes sometimes it's not. There are some really good natural, even erythritol sounds terrible, but it's a a good sweetener. Yeah. And um, there are others. And so I want you to explore and I talk about them and I will send you, if you sign up on my lynnbowman.com, I will send you um, an article about the sugar replacers that I recommend and I want you to experiment with. Yeah. What you're going to find is when you stop eating sugar, you stop craving sweets. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Drug, people. Yeah. It's an addictive drug. It is, and the science is all there. It's more addictive than heroin. Um, so, but once it takes two, three weeks, 
but once you've cleared the sugar out of your system, and especially, you know, months later, you go, oh, weird. You know, I, we just yeah. don't, you don't crave sweets anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And so your use of these artificial sweeteners will be very minimal. Yeah. You know, once in a while you want that kind of sweet taste and it's appropriate and you'll use it, but not much. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what I don't want you doing anymore is going into Starbucks or the equivalent wherever you are and buying a Frappuccino coffee with the cream and the sugar on oh, top. Oh, yes. Yeah. And carrying it around and sucking it because even affluent people who go to the dentist frequently are rotting their teeth out. Yeah. With these coffee the drinks. Yeah. 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 It's incredible. No. No. <laughs> no. So oh, two things, quit sugar one and then quit processed flour. Yes, definitely. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. It's been amazing. And where can we find you? What's your website or your social media channels? It's lynnbowman.com, L-Y-N-N-E, the British way, <laughs> B-O-W-M-A-N.com. So lynnbowman.com. And that, that brings you to my uh, web page. And I've got all my social media on there. I'm on Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. Um, YouTube, you can look me up on YouTube or listen notes. Um, I'm sure your, your yeah, show is yeah, listed. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Uh, no. And uh, I would hope that you would at least think about getting the book. You could, you could get a downloadable version, not expensive. But what I wanted was for everyone to have it on their countertop open, using it. I want you to use it and cook with it. So I hope you'll at least take a look and see what you think. Yes, perfect. Thank you so much. It's been amazing to have you on. Thank you. Oh, so as always, I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. So please leave a comment or tag me on social media using at Yogi Gemma. I'm always so grateful to hear your thoughts. And thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode. I will be back next week with another one, another fun episode for you guys to listen to. And also please leave a review on iTunes or like and subscribe to this podcast because it really means the world to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much and I will see you very soon. Bye.